Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. Super Bowl just happened. Did you have a favorite commercial? You know, usually I like whenever there's a Clydesdale involved and there's beer. I'm in. But I didn't see a lot of that this year. The no. one, one that stood out to me the most, I think that as a marketing guy, kind of caught my attention, was the Bud Light commercial where they had the big barrel of corn syrup and they were trying to find the rightful oh, owner yeah. of the corn syrup. Yep. And they were like making castle it. Castle to castle. Yeah, castle to castle. Yeah. They were trying to find we can't, it's not our corn syrup, you know, like we don't use corn syrup in our Bud Light, but Miller Light and Coors Light do use corn syrup, so surely it's yours. And I'm like, that's so brilliant because before the Super Bowl, nobody thought about corn syrup as anything bad in their beer, but they made it really bad. And, they and, really, and, and the brilliant part of it is they didn't even say why it was bad. It's not like they said, we don't use corn syrup because. So I was there watching it with my wife and Bridget was like, no, yeah, there's like this big thing about corn syrup. And I'm like, I had no freaking clue that corn syrup was. But anyway, and I guess Miller Lite posted a full page ad or editorial in New York Times, I think, really like addressing that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And it's when you allow people to pigeonhole you into a bucket, right? And so there's a, go ahead. We talk about this a lot, but whenever somebody else tries to play your game, you're going to be better at it than them. No and doubt. what Bud Light did was make everyone play their game because like it or not, they're playing their game whenever they respond about corn syrup. Right. They had to respond. And they didn't respond like, oh, we're going to change the conversation. They responded we have to say something about corn syrup and how it's not that bad in our beer. It reminds me of a, a cartoon that I saw, and it's a little kid at a lemonade stand on their block, right, in their front yard, right? And the sign said, fresh lemonade, 25 cents, and there's nobody waiting in line to buy lemonade. Then it showed the house next door with a lemonade stand that said, fresh lemonade, 50 cents, made with clean water. <laughs> and there was a line of like 10 kids waiting and it just it's so funny because that's it right it's you're, the insinuation that the other lemonade stand was making lemonade with something well, less they must be making yeah like yeah. filtered uh, I'll take the same Unfiltered, price and I right. get the guarantee R- lemonade with river water yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> something corn syrup so you know Kinsley um, switching gears we were at market recently and um, one of the things that I kept hearing I don't know if if you did or not but friends of mine in the retail side are having a really difficult time with traffic and so um, a lot of them uh, to their own fault are product price and promotion and I hate I feel like I'm just such a broken record I hate that um, marketing and advertising your business should be about way more than product price and promotion. But setting that aside, you and I were talking about it. There are so many things retailers can do to drive traffic, don't you think? Yeah, and I think it's something that is easy to think about whenever you're having a hard time. But whenever the sale ad or whatever product you're putting out there or the seasonality of our business kicks in and people are in your store, you're like, great, I've got traffic. Why would I go try to buy more traffic? But, you know, there's so many other creative things you can do 
to surround your audience and the people in your community with who you are to show your purpose, to show your passion for the business. And so we wanted to like break it down. Like we want to give you some really creative ways to drive traffic into your store. And a lot of them aren't that hard. You're not, you're not going to look, look at the end of this list and be like, you know what, Dos Marcos, genius. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, and this is true. We literally brainstormed the list we're going to share with you now in about 15 minutes before this podcast. And the reason it only took us 15 minutes, it's really fun to do, you guys. Get with a pad and pen. Get people in your company, get people outside of your company even better to sit down with you and go, okay, let's just think off the wall because there's going to be a lot that you're going to hear in the next few minutes that might inspire you to think locally, right? So think about your neighborhood, think about your neighbors, think about local businesses, think about that and think about how you can translate some of these ideas into your local township, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really big on this idea of begin where you are, use what you have, do what you can. It's an Arthur Ashe quote, but it really resonates with me because if you feel overwhelmed, even if you get to the end of this list and you think, gosh, that's a lot to think about and where would I begin? Pick one and do it today. All right. Like, don't so wait. Let, let's go. Let's hit him with, uh, so how many do we have Okay. Here? And part of this, by the way, comes from us just looking and listening in the industry. People already doing this stuff. And outside of the industry. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to jam through 11 kind of unexpected. 11? Do we have 11? Yeah. You know, some right, of them might have some right. overlap, but here's number one. Let's and go. I saw this during the holiday season. Have choir performances at your store. So during the holidays especially, you know, you have a lot of kids that have learned their holiday music. And what happens when you have holiday music? You have older folks that want to come see their grandkids and they want someplace comfortable to sit. So have those events in your store, especially if you have a furniture store. This plays better in furniture. But what are those events like choir performances and things that are going to happen anyway that get people sitting in your furniture or laying on your mattresses and have them in your store outside of the buying cycle. So I was putting on a fundraiser for a group called Water Gardens in Joplin. It's a gospel rescue mission for homeless and it's a great organization. And so we did a battle of the choirs. You know why I did battle of the choirs? Because choirs have lots of people. And in with lots of people, you know what else they have? Lots of friends and family. So you get a choir in your store. We had six choirs competing. You have a choir in your store. You got just not the people in the choir. To your point, you got grandma, you got grandpa. And it, that's a kid's choir. It could be a youth choir or a high school choir. And in saying that your store isn't that big, I get it. Have an ensemble. Have four or five people um, if you can't do a full choir. But do something that is unexpected in your store. You know what? Why not even what? start your own choir and oh. have choir practice? You know what I've always wanted to do? What? Like a really cool uh, a choir that was... Um, like doing like 90s music. Yeah. You know, like doing some Weezer and maybe doing some rock and things like a that. A choir that does that. Yeah. All right. How fun would that I'm, be? I'll, I'll just then, see your show. Like you said, choirs have a lot of people. You do practice and rehearsal in your store and then you have a performance. You get the whole thing. I like it. And, you know, um, Sit and Sleep has sit their sleep. own band. Yeah. The industry has its own band, Insomniacs. I yeah, that's to right. Jerry Borgini. Okay, right. number two on our list. Number two. Educational seminars. This is kind of in the same vein. Think about things that are hot right now. Number one, you mentioned it. CBD oil. Everyone's like really into that. CBD oil is a really good relaxing thing. It helps sleep. It helps muscle fatigue. It helps stress. And you could literally, because a lot of people are like, what the hell is CBD oil? Just an example of things you could educate people on that maybe they might find interesting that can contribute uh, to a good quality of life and healthy sleep. Yeah, and CBD oil, uh, by the way, my, my, my wife's sister gives it to her dog, and the dog apparently has improved dramatically. He's very skittish, 
But, you know, it just made me think of another one. Here's a little lanyap for you. What about some event at your store that involved pets? I know that there's, like, messes and things inside, but maybe it's an outdoor event, pets, sleeping with pets. Anytime there's pets and puppies or... Totally agree. ...or petting farm or goats or whatever, that's going to attract people. Just a little add I like it. Number three, how about a wine tasting? I like a wine tasting. I love a wine tasting. And, you know, a lot of those guys who carry wine lines, lines of wine, right... Uh, they love for a place to wine go. Wine line? Wine line. Wine line. A line for wine. Uh, you, I'm you, in line here for the wine. Yeah. So you can bring them in and you can talk about it. You can serve light hors d'oeuvres um, and really make a big fun social thing out of that. And it doesn't matter sometimes. Some of these things aren't going to really relate to sleep. Uh, if you can relate them to sleep, all the better. What you want is you want them in your space. Remember Robin at McCroskey? Robin had a lot of local community things. She had a room upstairs. It was freaking brilliant. And I love, and I missed her. I saw Robin at Margaret. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Her and Jill came by. I talked to him. They're doing great. Oh, did they? Yeah. Good, good. And so anyway, but I thought that was really cool. Bring them in. Doesn't matter. But have an event at your store. Share your space. Yeah. And you know, if you're trying to connect it to sleep in some way, get your people in a room, get your delivery guy in there, get, get, get some different brains and just say, how would this connect to sleep? Right. Well, you know, when I'm having a glass of wine, I feel comfortable. Maybe Relaxed, there's just like the sure. theme of comfort that you put in there. So there's or no wine could lead to the bedroom. Ayo. I mean, you could just say that. Yeah. You know what there I'm saying? I mean, we all know is, where this is going. That's exactly number right. four on the list. Hey, why don't you host a chamber networking event? Uh, be thinking down this line. How can you get people in your store that normally wouldn't come in? Well, chamber networking, you have business people, you probably have people uh, that are established in the community. Maybe you'll figure out partnerships that you can form at that point with other business leaders. Uh, but get people in there. It's a, it's a mattress store. It's a unique environment. It's a little bit different and quirky and whimsical than the standard room that you get for your chamber stuff. Hey, I, had a, I had a thought when you were saying that. What if you gamify? So the chamber comes in, they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to have a mattress store? Like how boring. But here's this. All you're trying to do is bring people into your store, connect it, let them see it, and let them experience your product. What if you make one sale? Was it worth having the event? I think it was. What if you did this, Princess in the Pea contest? You took a stack of $100 bills, maybe you can even do 1,000, and you put them under one of the beds in the store, and people who come in, they lay down on all the beds, that means they're testing all of your products, and then they have to guess which one, the $100, is stacked in between. So if they can feel, and then they write it down, they submit their answers, and then everyone who gets the answer right, name drawn out of the hat, they get the cash. Tell me that's not a great idea. Come I on. like that idea. It's All like, right. hey, do you think you're a master mattress tester? There you go. Tell us how sensitive your feel is. Can you can you notice if there's a hundred dollar bill between you and the box spring? Do you have or a between sensitive? Between you and the adjustable? Do you have a sensitive butt? That's the headline. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll work on the headline. So, okay. <laughs> Number five, how about a local, each local charity fundraiser? Yeah, local charity fundraisers are great. I see a lot of people do this uh, as is. Like if you get with a softball team or a baseball team and you do a mattress sales event and, and you give part of that money to that group, but that's just one idea. There are lots of other charities that you could partner with. Like you said, the choir thing, you're having the choir contest and that was to raise money for charity. What are other charity events that you can tie into? You may be already working with someone in the charity space in your community. Call them up, say, hey, what can we do that would be an event here? And, and, and here's the point that, that I wanna kind of zoom out on. People don't make decisions in a vacuum. And, and just because uh, 
I may not be making a decision today. I might tell my mom, hey, I went to this great mattress store because she was telling me she needed need better sleep. People surround each other with influence. So it's not necessarily transactional that night when no. you have these events. No, not at all. It's just connection and getting them into your space and letting them see how nice and great and fun and and accommodating you can be. You know, that charity event too. I've done it with my daughter's softball team. We sent out emails. I worked with Brian Croft at Jomo Mattress years ago. Uh, And we sent out emails to, and I constructed just a a two or three piece marketing plan, friends and family deal. Everybody who went in to Jomo Mattress on this particular Saturday, if they bought a bed, then um, the the softball team got a piece of it. We raised 1,000, 1,500 bucks doing that. I mean, think about it. How many freaking chocolate bars can you sell, right? (laughs) So work with local sports teams, your varsity football team, basketball team, whatever. Do a friends and family deal. Have them come to your store, buy a bed. They use their network to promote your business and they get a piece for their trouble. By the way, think about what your acquisition cost is on new business, right? Just take whatever that acquisition cost and transfer it over to the charity and everybody wins that. Next on the list, have a contest. Now, we put eating contests during our brainstorm, but what are different contests you could have in the store? Maybe you team Princess up with- of the Pea contest. Yeah, you just right. kind of touched on there that. There you go. I mean, are there uh, scavenger hunts that you could organize in your community with other business leaders and people have to go around and you create a whole event where it gets them into your store under fun circumstances? Right. Can you, can you have the hot dog eating contest and get the media out there and figure out some creative way to tie it to sleep or not? It's just so random that it might be fun. What are the contests that you could have and how can you make your offering part of the prize? Right, how about a fortnight contest, right? Because it makes everyone lose sleep anyway, so you might as well just bring them all into this store. Set up five televisions, you'd have everyone involved, right? You know, they do this at a lot of like breweries and stuff like that. So. You know, what are the partnerships you can create too so you can bring in other local people that maybe have food or drink or some other offering that makes it fun for people, but make sure you're getting them into your store. Be the one that anchors, anchors that. I like it. Uh, summer party. So you could bring in the local Boy Scout crew. Um, this is really good earned media opportunities. You could have uh, a sports team, whatever, but um, bring people in and let them, you know, you'd have to have it supervised, obviously, but it'd be fun. No seven minutes in heaven back no here. No okay? seven minutes in heaven. I don't even know what that is, Kinsley. It so was like back in, you know, in like you, high school you or were more advanced than I was. You locked yourself in a room. What did you do? Or in a closet with you, a girl, just I, a boy and a girl. What would you do that for? Because, well, it's like you'd figure it out. <laughs> Call seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> heaven. It's, it's more like or, seven, seven or minutes. hell, depending <laughs> on what you got locked in the closet. It's more like seven minutes of, of uh, like, what do I do? There, like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> and then, what do you say to everyone after you get out of the closet? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you guys looking at me? What are you doing? Is my hair messed up? Yeah, right, right. Uh, okay, so now I like okay, the Okay, so idea. maybe on the slumber party idea. No, no, no. I think, but I like you could, you, why couldn't you do a slumber party with even grown-ups? With the contest. What about grown-ups? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, it could be a lot of fun for a, a group, a bridge a bridge club, or who the hell knows. <laughs> do, do people play a bridge still? Sure, why All not? Right, anyway. Get the pickleball team over there and but line them up. Slumber parties, I think it would be cool. And they could all sleep in the store and find their favorite bed and um, you could show a movie or something like that. Would be so a lot of think fun. about this also, number nine on our list, unused space for some of the starving artists that are out there. Are there people that you could have as like an artist in residence and maybe your theme that you give them and you give them a, a month where they can come and work on their art in your space and like, I want you to do things all around sleep. 
you buy their art, you sell their art, you get them media attention. Um, you just create maybe giveaways with charities for the art that's created there. But, but artists need spots where they can, they can post up shop and, and work on stuff. And you can, if you can subsidize that a little bit, give them space, give them topic areas and really shine the light on them, you can get some really magical stuff, I think, out of that. You can, and if you have a new store that you're opening, kind of further to that point, you, you get a, a community of starving artists or any artist, and that's not hard because there, there, there are ways to communicate to that group of people. If you say, hey, look, I need five paintings or I need five pieces of art and I'm going to buy five, you know, for these guys, they'll create the art. To, for them to get paid anything is a big deal. So you can literally do that, do it around the, the, the theme of sleep. And whatever you don't buy for the store, uh, you could have a showing for them in, in one day. Bring people in, bring, have them bring their friends and family. Wine tasting. Wine tasting on top of that. And, and then there's all the art. It's great earned media. The local media would be all over it. You could promote it on Facebook, even do something Facebook Live, have a big announcement. And the winner um, gets $5,000. And I'm going to tell you that $5,000 is pretty cheap given what you could do to create excitement and interest and goodwill for the community and for the artist community for sure. And you get great art for your wall, original stuff. Which I love. So number nine on the list is, I put Dancing with the DJ, but there was a store in Columbia, Missouri. And Dancing in the Sheets, it's a great song. Dancing in the Sheets. soundtrack, you could even play off of that. Anyway, Bottom bang, I like that. There you go. And you can play Footloose for your movie name. So uh, check this out. There was a store in Columbia and they had a wooden floor and like on Thursday nights, they would clear everything off and they would have a band come in and it was a pretty big space and they would do square dancing. Yeah. And people loved going out to the store to square dance and they were surrounded by mattresses and it, and it brought people in, again, under different circumstances into the store. So I was thinking to myself, not everybody can do square dancing, but what does your space lend itself to? Is there something cool and different? I mean, obviously if you're in a strip mall and you just have fluorescent lights hanging above you, that's a challenge, but get creative with it and think, you know, can I do some sort of dancing or DJ or some something like that for our space? Or what does it lend itself to? How about a daddy-daughter dance? Wouldn't that be cool? You could yeah. like promote that as well and uh, connect to young people and dads. And then the girls get to stay and have a slumber party. There you go. How See, about it's tying it all together. Mosh it up. Okay, number nine. Number 10. Number 10, the chef. Ooh. Yeah, bring in a chef for a demonstration. You know, food is hot right now. Um, chefs are the celebrities in pop culture, even more so than a lot of the rock stars. Can you bring in some of your local, uh, your local chefs, some of the people that are behind the scenes a lot, maybe at some of the nicer restaurants, and say, hey, Chef Mark Quinn is coming out to cook up his famous fajitas and we're going to show you how to make them. We're going to have you leave with all the supplies so you can do it on your own. And it's going to be super fun and we're going to do a giveaway. But food is a connector. We feel safe when we're having food. We feel taken care of. And it's just a fun thing that people are very interested in right now. And I don't think that's going to... that that's going to change anytime soon. Well, and you can teach people not just how to make a dish, but teach them a little bit about nutrition when it comes to sleep. So what things to avoid before, uh, meal, you know, for, you know, if you need a really good night of sleep, there's certain foods you don't want to eat. They're so heavy. They weigh you down. There's times of the day you don't want to eat. Like if you're going to go to bed at 10 o'clock, you don't want to be eating at nine, for instance. Um, so anyway, I think there's other things you could even do with food um, that would help. And also there's types of foods that help actually relax you uh, and drink that actually help relax you. So, And I think there's a lot of myths out there too that you could tackle. You know, I remember talking to this guy 
and he found out I was in the mattress and sleep industry. And he said, you know, my son, he was, he was a baby. He was like three and a half or four, you know, a little kid, not a baby, but you know, a little kid. And he said, we're trying to get him to sleep and he won't sleep. You know, I've been doing all the right stuff, like feeding him a bunch of pasta. So he'll go to sleep right before bed. And I'm like, you're pumping him full of pasta yeah, right before bed. Yeah. I'm like, no, like your body goes into digestive mo- digestion mode and it's actually going to keep your kid awake yeah. and that digestion can last for quite a while. And so anyway, there are a lot of food myths that you could bust in conjunction with a chef and, and you know, like you said, help people walk away with some useful information, which really leads us to number, number 11. My favorite, which is seminars. So check so, this out though, but let me set it yeah, up. No. This, this tip is, we were talking about driving people into your store by creating this magnet effect. Good way to drive people into your store is to get out of your store. Mm-hmm. And this one is doing true. seminars. Yeah, true. So you know who's really good at this? Mattress Mac in uh, Houston. So I grew up in that market. He would go and give speeches all the time to local schools. And he did it genuinely to, I think, um, add value. So all of these 11 things too, by the way, add value to people's lives and they'll reward you for that. Uh, make it fun and entertaining. So the seminars, think about the kids aren't, te- kids aren't being taught today about sleep. Uh, they're not being taught today about caffeine and the detriment that can be to good quality sleep. Screen Parents, time, blue light. Screen time, blue light. Parents don't have a freaking clue about a lot of that stuff. So it could be around kids. Or what about sports? What about getting with your local high school and putting together a 15 minute presentation for the football team about why sleep is so important? I guarantee you a lot of coaches are not talking to their players about sleep. They might be talking about exercise and food and getting in the gym and lifting, but they're not talking about their sleep. And so you could even do an athletic version of that or bring them to your store, it doesn't matter. But when you go out and you give these speeches, bring a little coupon and say, hey, by the way, this is where we work, this is who we are, here's a coupon, two free pillows, come buy your bed from us. You know, another thing you might think about too is, uh, hey, maybe I'm not good at giving speeches. I'm not the Mark Quinn of my market. Okay? <laughs> Stop. Uh, here's, here's another way of thinking about that. What if you, you went out and gave seminars, yes, and you talked to athletes about sleep, but tie that into a media opportunity. So here's an example. What if you got six student athletes to be part of a program that you put Love together? Love that, yes. So for two weeks, here were the things they had to do. No screen time, one hour before bedtime, cut out caffeine afternoon and stick to a consistent sleep schedule where they're getting in bed, you know, by 10 o'clock every night. For and let example. them tell your story. And then, yeah, you tell the media, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to monitor them as we, as we go along. They're going to keep a little journal. You're going to have access to them to put together a story to share on the news. Um, and just tie it all together so it shines media attention on better sleep. You're a part of it, you facilitated it, you get media coverage, the school gets media coverage, better sleep gets elevated in importance in your community, and you're the one that put it together. Love it, there you go. Now, some of these ideas aren't gonna work for you, they might even be stupid in your mind, but promise you this, if you think about it, listen to this maybe once or twice, make some notes, there's something in here for you. And I tell you what, we sat down and brainstormed these ideas and we probably came up with that list in maybe four minutes, four mm-hmm. or five minutes. Uh, and we didn't really edit the list. Like we just nope. brainstormed, dumped it down. You know, it's easier to edit than create. So create something. If you want to come up with your own ideas that are going to work in your marketplace, do it like a brainstorm. Get as many ideas down on paper. Judge them later. Don't judge them at the time. Uh, but I think it's really important to continue exercising that creative juice 
And hopefully you can grab from this list and get some people in your store. And don't be a victim. Figure it out. Work hard. The creative stuff does not come easy. And traffic will grow, guaranteed. Yeah, and if we can help out, like if you want to drop us a note and ask anything specific, go to dosmarcospodcast.com. We've got a contact form. Please subscribe to our list. That's going to be the best way to keep in touch with us, dosmarcospodcast.com. Or check us out on Facebook at dosmarcospodcast as well. Send us a note. Love to hear from you. Guys, get your pencils out, not pen. Always creative stuff in pencil with an eraser. And while you're getting, let's get hybrid. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable. Hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right, listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no, you need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low We got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. mattresses.